0: A we're bringing all the lot To having conversations that we wish someone would have had with us, so that you can walk your own journey. I'm a mom of three who jumped right from the MBA into running two businesses. I've learned, tested, and experienced more over the years than my wedding planner certification ever taught me. And we're bringing it all right here to you. So, you're Maybe You need more building a marriage. So we definitely won't be taking that fun stuff. Are you managing your budget? Ooh, we've got a lot going on out there. Regardless of where you are in life, we're bringing you an honest perspective of what life behind the party is really like. So grab your favorite drink, get ready to be inspired. We're about to pour it out. Hi, 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 friends! Welcome to Behind the Party. I am one of your hosts, Amina. And today, I am turning all things engagement with Jenna. Hello. So here's the thing. If you've listened to our other episodes or if you work with us at our day jobs, you know that we really like to circle back to your relationship. It's the core to all this fun stuff. So. Last week, we talked about engagement parties, but today, we want to focus this in and talk all things about the importance of actually enjoying your engagement. So, the thing is, the average length of an engagement is only 12 to 18 months long, according to Bart.com. And with that, they say that wedding training averages about 8 to 9 months as well. It's a really short phase of your relationship, but it's such a fun one, it's important, and there's a lot that happens. So, to jump on in, Jenna, I want you to share with everyone what are some things that you think couples absolutely like.
1: Have to very off. Well, I think sharing the news, especially with those that you really want to tell because I mean if you're around them a lot, then they're gonna see that ring on your finger and notice it before you can tell them. So sharing the news with those that you care about. Um, we've talked about this before, also, but getting your ring sized and insured. That's important and ring sized, it really stinks. I've had friends who've had to get their ring resized, and it's so sad having to give it away right I after. Time, and oh. I know. You just got it, and it's like something so exciting. Um I actually one of my friends who had to get hers resized, she literally went to Walmart and got just like some cheap costume jewelry to wear around for a little while' because she was like i I just want something there because I'm so excited you and they just kind of the back oh. I know, know, because as you're sharing the news, you want to be able to show everybody the ring. Yeah, Um, I also think maybe determining how long you want to wait before you start planning, because if you are wanting to get married in the next six months, then you might want to start kicking off finding a venue and um, you know start planning because that's coming fast it's really quick, quick planning around like mm-hmm. yes
0: I think if you are wanting to take the time to enjoy your engagement then thinking and having those conversations about pushing the date back to a year or more is mm-hmm. really important I think if Anywhere around nine to twelve months, I don't
1: think it's too rushed. Anything shorter than that, absolutely. Yeah. And more power to you. If you're just super excited to get married, then that is awesome. And we've worked with a lot of couples who've been that way. Um, but it it takes a special person to be able to pull that off, I think. I wouldn't have been able to do that. I liked enjoying my time being engaged and Different, and yeah, what
0: fits for you but yeah, one time? I think the shortest plan I've ever had is with a couple that they've been engaged for years. And this is that really went to do the whole wedding plans, and he finally gave her the opportunity and she came in towards the venue and picked it up in sixteen eight. He was like, uh-huh. We're doing this because I'm not letting him.
1: Like, they are Here go. Oh. Yeah, them. yeah. So they still had time to enjoy that engagement. Oh, yeah. She was to the point where she was like, I've enjoyed it long enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Do you have any? I think that starting with conversations about your guest list,
0: um, at least the size of the event that you're thinking through your celebration, including your budget, is important. Again, if you guys decide you're going to wait more than 9 to 12 months, you have plenty of time. You don't have to jump in and, like, full force of pain. But you do want to know, like, okay, what size are we going to need? Do we get something that only
1: fits 50 people? Do we need something that fits 400? Right. It's all over the place. And or about- do we just want to go to Las Vegas and yeah. get married by Aldis? I mean.
0: Or four different nights of Aldis.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> but just having that conversation is a good one. And thinking with the budget. So if you decide, okay, these these numbers kind of scare us, we need to take our time with it, to spread out payments. Like, okay, that's cool. But then at the beginning, you guys both have like a set of expectations without overwhelming yourself. And I don't think debtless and budget needs to be a conversation in your first week of being engaged. No. Yeah.
1: yes so what do you think couple should expect once they do get engaged I I definitely think excitement this is a new chapter in your life and a new exciting time in your relationship it deserves its own moment of praise I think um marriage is super exciting too but taking that step of your significant other asking you to start this phase of your new life is really incredible and definitely should be celebrated, also, in my opinion. I also think that another, the most common thing to expect is to show your ring. <laughs> Everybody wants to ask to see the ring <laughs> as soon as you get engaged. Um, even coworkers that might have seen that you got engaged on Facebook or um, somebody just noticing that you have something on your left hand, um, people everywhere are gonna ask to see it. Yeah, it's super exciting. Everybody also wants to know the story Ooh. of how it happened. Okay, obviously we the story. Yes. yes. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And how that yes. And I felt this a lot after um, getting engaged. I'm a, I've talked about this before, but I am a people pleaser. So I felt a little bit of stress and a little overwhelmed and felt the pressure for sure um, right after getting engaged because of all of the questions. And I know we talked about this a little bit with whenever you're sharing the news. Um, but I I think that that's a feeling that I felt that I didn't expect to feel because it's supposed to be exciting and I am excited, but it's just the pressure from every other direction that kind of felt like that to me. What do you think?
0: Oh, I completely agree, especially when it comes to family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was the first to get married of my siblings, but now three of the four of us have become married. I don't, I don't know how to do. <laughs> um, We are married, and each one of our experiences was very different. But I think one thing that was the most common factor is the pressure that we all felt. Yeah. And it's crazy to think because usually your family and in that inner circle, whether they're like the leader blood, whoever you consider your family, mm-hmm. are the people that you expect to be the most excited. And they probably are. And the people you expect to get the most support from, and they probably are doing that too. But
1: what you don't expect is like this pressure to come from
0: them. Yeah, and, it's crazy.
1: Like, it's and I don't think that they mean it. No, not at all. Like I it's mean, in not at all. I in yeah. In, in my perspective, it was just that everybody was so excited and wanted to talk about the details with me and wanted to. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, feel like they were a part of it. Um. And But it just got to a point where it's just like whenever somebody asks you 10 questions in a row and I don't know how to answer any of them, I'm, it starts to overwhelm me. <laughs> it is overwhelming. And just because you're not in that stage of planning, that's okay.
0: Like, don't forget right. that only the two of you know the ins and outs of your wedding planning unless you've already hired an eight plan. And then, of course, they're going to take a lot of that off your shoulders for you. But um, your family doesn't know, even if you do keep them in the loop, they might ask you a question about, I don't know, if you're going to exit, like what you want to do for that.
1: Because that is not something that you need to have to do about even having to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, don't let them put that pressure on you. Right. That's further down the list. And <laughs> we're going to go back to picking our flowers now. Yes. It's hard, and I think it's
0: you know family dynamics change a lot two people get engaged mm-hmm. because it is like in my family growing up, our parents always said, "I'm not losing a daughter, I'm gaining a son." Mm-hmm.
1: Like
0: that's that's always been their eyes and their view. But I think even with that look it's hard because instead of my number one person being my uh,
1: my parents, my family it, its the person I'm engaged
0: to now. Yeah. Be. Like and that, who you're spending the rest of your life with—they should be your number one.
1: And I think that—that's what makes holidays so hard. It's—it's it's tying into everything that we've talked about recently. But um, going back to our holiday episode, I think that that's—you used to be with your parents and your siblings, like for every trip and every. Every little holiday that y'all celebrated together, but then you start doing that with a, with a significant other and it gets tricky and they're just emotional. It's hard.
0: It's been, so again, I'm referring to so up <laughs> yes. to 28th. To yes. You have an upcoming holiday that you're feeling pressure from all the things you, you want to do or continue to do. But so check it out, it's completely free. Hopefully it just helps you breathe a little bit easier. But yeah, I think it's the little things you don't expect from family mm-hmm. that makes you have that pressure,
1: like birthdays, yeah. holidays, mentioned, like family traditions that
0: you have that maybe contradicts your partner's family traditions, and mm-hmm. you're trying to merge in all of them both because that's super cool, and you guys have different aspects of both families together, but they don't always see it that way. Right. And that's hard. It's hard to navigate. Um, it's crazy. I think that yeah, in some ways it's harder for guys' mothers and <laughs> girls. No, and I think it's harder for the moms and the
1: dads and the sisters. Like that's what I've experienced. Yeah. Um, of course, my dad didn't talk to my husband. Of first like six months we dated, like really and now they're best friends. That's so you know? funny. But but I think mean, it was once
0: it got to that point, he was like, Okay, here we go. Versus my mom who like she and my husband hit it off like a as like we didn't saw each other from the beginning. Um,
1: she and I we talked about bone more. I think there's just more of an emotional yeah. with like your
0: mom or who's in that mom role.
1: hmm That
0: makes them the most like, excited. But also, when you have a
1: lot of emotions, there's a lot to navigate. Yeah. So it's difficult. And like I mentioned, I'm the first of four.
0: So my youngest sister and I are really close. But when we first started dating and got married, she was little. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if from that perspective, but for her, it was like I was gone. I was out of the house. I have my own family now. and. And that wasn't like she loved it; she was always welcome in our house, but that was also something for the process,
1: right? So there's just a lot, a lot of
0: feelings that go on there. So make sure that like you're not caught off hard, but you also give yourself the space to practice those and make sure, yes. like at the end of the day, if this is the person that you're deciding to get married to, and you want your family, your family around and their support, that you guys just. Take
1: a breath and keep that communication line and do it together. That's the Yeah. And I do, I, I think that I'm not meaning to speak for you too, Amanda, but I feel like we both have like good luck with our, like, we were blessed with good in laws. Because yeah. um, I've heard some crazy horror stories of how it does feel like they're losing a. Son or daughter, or you know, a member of their family, whenever um, you're taking this step, and that stinks to have to be in that position. My
0: and my are two of my favorite people off this earth at like 110%. But we, my mother in law and I have had conversations where she did feel that way, especially, you know, my husband, right after we got married, got really badly. Yeah, and she shared with me like it was very difficult for her to not be the one that was there.
1: Oh,
0: and it was was a tough conversation, but um, obviously, I saw her heart behind it and just had to, to chat about it. Yeah, but I know like they love me and I love them, and we have a great relationship, but it was still very hard.
1: That's very interesting, and I I never would have thought about that, but that did happen very quickly after y'all got married, so that's very interesting. What Do you have anything else that you think that people yeah, should expect? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm navigating new
0: areas and opening those doors where you both feel comfortable to talk about it um and i think that's one of the cool things about this engagement phase like you are setting the boundaries that you kind of started to come around
1: the yes but now like it's official you guys are planning your life together like yeah you-
0: figure out how to melt
1: these two worlds. You know what that just reminded me of? I remember after being engaged, like getting engaged, that the weirdest thing to me was that I didn't say, if we get married one day, having a conversation and saying, when we get married, blah, 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 or like, like, You know, talking about having a family, it was like, instead of, if we're together and we happen to have a family, it was, whenever we have kids, and it it was really cool and awesome to not have to tiptoe around and not (laughs) not sound crazy. (laughs) But But do you want kids? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: when you are dating.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I think that that's, that's important to... If it's important to you, then hopefully that's been a discussion.
0: Yeah, if you can a conversation that is important to you, this is the time. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be an ultimatum, like, please don't make it that way. This needs to be something where you can share your heart in a safe zone and they can listen and respond and share their side of things and you guys... Honestly, if you thing comes, I think to a like with it, to a place of our like end goal is we love each other and we can be together and it's gonna be amazing. Then no matter what that conversation goes through, on the other side of it, you guys are gonna be headed in a better direction than when you started that conversation. But
1: they're the fun hmm so is not so much. Yeah. But it's important. Like oh, Yes even if you're not coming those bank accounts, you are Combining your income, the logistics of like your expenses, you're combining your expenses still. I mean, if you're moving in together and if you're sharing food, I mean, there are, I know a couple who literally still go gro- grocery shopping separately from each other. And then I've heard of people that don't live together because they might live in different states and have complete different jobs. So, I guess in those situations, it's not as important. But if you're sharing all of these expenses, then Absolutely. it's still important. Or
0: just having that one of, um, I'm going to take care of these things. I need people who, like, they work with those. Like, my salary will cover these bills. Yours will cover those bills. Um, I think it's still pretty common that people share things about. People got from there. Right. Talking about that, I and mean, retirement accounts, and all of it, like, there's so many different things that you want to talk about, because once you are legally married, there are some behind-the-scenes, like logistics, especially if your career does have a retirement
1: account or
0: benefits that you have to take care of, and, and all those. Also, can we talk for just a second
1: about how your Starbucks, your coffee fund, is <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like when you get engaged, your other half
0: all of a sudden becomes very hyper aware of the fact that you just built, you just bought yourself like the same thing for him
1: for us. (laughs) Are (laughs) you. (laughs) doing here? Hey, I ended up getting a really good coffee machine out of it, Mm -hmm. though. So yeah, just be like, well, then get me a really good coffee machine. That'll make me really good iced coffee.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I think the serious talks are something that people just make when you get engaged, it's just like dating, you have a ring. But kind of like you mentioned, Donna, it's a whole new mindset. Mm-hmm. It is relationship where that like dream one day this person maybe it's gonna end up the you, like that's out the door, of, like. Y'all are
1: in it together at this point. Yeah. You
0: can
1: still pull cool that recording here, too. but out so. you're not going to. Right. And that's in having these difficult conversations was definitely a it was like learning to talk differently. And yeah. I don't know really how to explain it, but it's like you've you've understood talking about your parents like you've lived with your parents growing up you know and you understand the way that they think and the way that they get upset and the way that they like handle difficult conversations but you're having to learn that with a whole new person and um, I think that it really hit whenever we started living together actually Um, where it was like oh he he thinks differently than I do or like anybody that I've ever lived with and you can't escape like I mean we lived in a tiny apartment so it was like if we were having feelings then we had to confront them and it ended up being great because we're so good at like having conversations and not getting to the point where we're upset with each other but that was a really interesting dynamic oh absolutely I mean you hear people all the time say we need to right <laughs> and so but learning not just like to compromise in certain areas but to navigate those conversations small or big right it kind
0: of like sets the stages and the steps for your marriage and it makes it that much easier when you you have kind of like a way to figure it out before you say I do yeah I 100% agree is there
1: anything that surprised so you to know when you first got me you already mentioned before
0: If
1: we get married, it was like, oh my gosh, when? Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything else. What about you? For me, I think it was just how
0: we talked about the family dynamic. Uh, Not just when I got engaged, but watching my brother and my sister get engaged. Oh, yeah. from a different viewpoint of the family dynamic. Mm hmm It was. Um, it, it just gives you more understanding of where emotions come from for yourself, which is nice. But, but yeah, and it's on the back end of the got engaged, so I got to see all the instructors. of it.
1: <laughs> right. And then you'd feel like, I wonder if this is my Kind of more of a fly on the wall. And <laughs>
0: but yeah, okay, so I am a firm believer in setting healthy boundaries.
1: Yes. And
0: are engaged the only way you're going to be able to enjoy it to the fullest is if you also set some good healthy values for yourself so for example um i think that you should have a wedding email
1: can- oh i love that
0: every day and turn the notifications on that sucker off <laughs> don't pop up on your phone you can turn them on when you're in front time before the wedding but for now
1: don't, don't any that's great
0: advice
1: um giving yourself time between that proposal and whenever you really start planning I know that we talked about some of the things that we think you kind of need to do right off the bat but I don't think that actually like throwing yourself into planning needs to be something that um you have to do and Give yourself grace and have that time to enjoy it. Give yourself that time to enjoy it if y'all want that. Because, um, like I said, it's it's super exciting. It's a new phase of y'all's relationship and should be celebrated for that.
0: I like it. Another good boundary, um, I suggested this to my sister in law to my brother when they. Um, they were coming from afar, and it was stressful for them. The mm, yeah. course. Yeah. but they also had like this feeling that they shared that every time they came in town to visit family, they had to do wedding planning because it was up here. Oh. And, and so that was stressful enough for them, and it also took away from some of their family time. But then family also would ask them a questions. It was just a lot. Right. And so they found themselves avoiding it. So one of the things that I suggested and they, from what they told me and what really like me instead of just constantly having like money cleaning off the brain, they picked one day a week and that day they sat down after work and that was their wedding planning
1: day. I love that. That's and, awesome. And the closer
0: they got to the wedding, the like, you know, they had to more than just that. hmm it was just one of those they were able to sit down and be like, okay, today's my wedding time to like, let's knock it out. And they didn't feel guilty like it was taking away from the date night. But then, you know, they could go enjoy date night too because we'll talk about
1: wedding time on there. Yes. So I think that's a good one. That's awesome. I really like that idea. Yeah, I think that keeping planning fun, you're kind of talking about, like, the difficult side of it, but... um me and Hunter had a lot of fun planning. And I think that that was because Hunter was so excited to also plan. <laughs> I feel like it, I I feel like that might be the reason why, um, because you see a lot of times where one person's kind of the main planner. Um, but it felt like we were both super involved the whole time. And I think that also like celebrating your decisions and, whenever you've made like a big decision like you found the venue celebrate that whenever you like that. yes whenever you um finished your guest list oh my gosh uh, that was so annoying to do <laughs> can we talk about how annoying and that's like one of the first things that you have to do and it's frustrating it's, it's overwhelming. it is or if you're making a floor plan or not a floor plan <laughs> If you're doing seating arrangements, that's also very difficult. I think anything with like planning around guests and stuff, those types of things, celebrate all of those things. Go out on a date and be excited that y'all finish that together. I love that. That's a
0: great idea. So before we wrap up the episode, I wanted to go over some tips for ideas that Janet and I thought for you guys to do. Um, while you were dating during your engagement, because, of course, this is still the phase of dating. Like, you should be dating your entire life with a significant other. So, do you want to kick off with some of these tips, Maya?
1: Yeah. Um, so, I think planning, this sounds really kind of redundant based on your question, but planning date nights, but you're not allowed to talk about the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's funny because that's actually like one of the biggest tips that um whenever me and hunter hunter has been reading this baby book and that's actually one of the tips in there as well it's like plan plan a night where you don't talk about the baby because it kind of becomes, like, the same situation. It becomes your world revolves around this child or your world revolves around planning this wedding that it's hard to have those conversations without, like, dropping in some information. But it's important to have conversations that aren't revolving around anything but you two. Absolutely. I
0: think it also avoids, like, post to wedding. And not just a
1: planner, like a wall.
0: We'll yeah, and like, the wedding's over. We were planning, I like, all we did for the last eight months, but we're supposed to do now. Yeah, that's
1: exciting because I love the wedding. So,
0: I'm like,
1: <laughs> hey, maybe we need to come work in the wedding. <laughs> right. But on the same side, like, being able to have those like, date nights without wedding ringing. That's fantastic. And they're worth so much. Even if it's Netflix and pizza on the couch. Like, right. Yeah. Fancy. Um, another
0: tip idea I think is great is try new things together and try each other's hobbies. And it's okay if you fully embarrass yourself. Um, that's fine. It'll we'll make a great story. <laughs> but give it a go. Maybe you end up loving it and it into something you guys can do together like,
1: forever. I love that. That's so cool. Um, I think that another good suggestion is buying one of those books as a gift for your significant other, the adventure books, the adventure challenge. Is that what it's called? I don't know. But the little scratch off date nights, So then you don't have to because, okay, planning your wedding, you're already in the planning zone and you're like, I don't really want to plan a date night. So. How cool is it that you just get to scratch off this thing and do whatever it says to do and then you don't have to plan anything. Oh, and they're like based on how much you want to spend or what type of thing you want to do like if you're feeling lazy and just want to chill at the house. But then there's some where it's like oh you're probably going to have to leave the house on these date nights. So
0: we
1: mentioned that we both have this adventure book. Mine is for family, and Jonah, you have the one for couples, right? Yes. Um, I haven't used mine at all <laughs> for over a year, so I'm so excited to actually use it this year. I
0: think we've done
1: two of okay. them. So yeah. I'll drop a link in the show notes for everybody. Yes. Um, we are not affiliated No. <laughs> at all. I mean... Zero. But it is an amazingly cool concept. It has, like, a, like a shopping list. Here are The
0: things you're going to need. And yeah. If you don't know what it is until you scratch off and reveal what the mm-hmm.
1: activity or date is. So, yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. So, we'll drop that in there. Um, and then, yeah, it can eliminates eliminate the need to use your brain power. Yes. <laughs> I think if you want something a little bit more like a weekend getaway, maybe you take turns or a weekend one. Ooh, that's so fun. Yeah.
0: And just walk your like you don't have to go have an itinerary
1: couples massage if you're really stressed. <laughs> I love it. Um, but other things you can
0: do to incorporate that wedding thing and celebrate those moments, like Dan mentioned, you can have a date night where you open your gift. have fun. You can have your favorite drink and like go through them. You can make your catering tastings or cake tastings like a fun little daytime. Yeah. A lot of cake tastings are to go now. That's
1: kind of new in the past couple of years. So if you have a to go cake 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 tasting, go on a picnic. Oh, that's fine.
0: So you can can definitely make all these pages from registries.
1: That would be a fun date Yes. Your favorite, like, copier, drink, or bunch and cool stuff, and a lot to get It's, like, the most exciting part. <laughs> it's just fun to beep, beep, beep. They don't really hand you the beeper anymore. What? Yeah. They just, you use your phone. Aw. But it's... It's I know. Honestly, actually, I think at Blackman, the last time I had to do the registry for my kid, I was speaking at birth half the time. Oh, oh. It's a big technical issue. It's phone number ideas before we wrap up i don't think so cool um i have one last one and i am a big trump advocate for funeral counseling oh not, yeah
0: like serious and weird as it sounds to some people they're like hmm, i don't know about that i can tell you that andy and i took a course with our assistants Super easy. Also, hello, Texas. Thank you very much. You can do a discount on your (laughs) marathon. That's Um, so cool. Um, But we also watched the video that my parents made us. It was kind of their prerequisite of their you have to watch this. And part of it made us want to fall asleep. I'm pretty sure my dad fell asleep walking with them with us. But I can tell you that that video gave us someone new tools for communicating wow and still to this day we can be talking to each other and we're literally saying the same thing but we're getting frustrated because we don't see that and finally from one of us it'll click and like, like I mean, we're like coming we're saying the same thing you're speaking in pink and i'm speaking in blue and that's like this whole concept of like one of you speaks in like this color and like whoever's more emotional is in like this one color and then the one that's more logical is this other. So sometimes you're saying the same thing, and you're mm-hmm. and it just isn't isn't connecting somehow.
1: But it really, really helped our communication style. So that's I so cool. It's a great thing for you. And now there's
0: online resources that why not give yourself the best chance you got
1: to have an amazing marriage for the rest of your life. That's really awesome
0: today, our goal in our heart is that you fully enjoy your engagement season because it goes by too quickly. This is going to be the last and only one you get to go through probably. So let it up. Celebrate all those moments along the way. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. We have some amazing tips and resources for you as you're continuing down this wedding community journey. And if you haven't hopped over to Instagram, come and find us. We'd love for you to follow us there as well. We'll talk to you
1: later, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, you can find us at Behind the Party Podcast on Instagram. We want to hear from you. DM us on Instagram or email BehindThePartyPodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait. See you next time.